0: You know, Frank, we've been doing this a while, and and you you know we I don't know where we're at until I get back to the to the God Book is exactly how many students we've had, but we've seen a lot of different students. Um, I'd, I'd like to think we've seen it all, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we come to California. California, man. And we find out we haven't seen it all. No. You know we had we had a, a, a beautiful woman named Summer. Mm-hmm. And we had a beautiful woman named Autumn. Autumn. You know, Summer we Autumn. The, you know, they got all the, they got all the uh, seasons covered here in California, you see. But we hadn't seen an eight-month pregnant with twins <laughs> housewife with her husband. I'm only assuming she's a housewife because she has a husband. Yep, yep. And, and, and we just hadn't seen that
1: yet. No, that was new. I, 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 I mean, think it's the first time I've ever had an 8th month pregnant
0: woman. She was carrying a keg in her belly. I mean, she was she, out there. It, it, that was the first question was you must tell us how pregnant you are because we don't want to be responsible for like delivering babies here mm-hmm. at, at uh sniper's high precision rifle course. Anyway, interesting interesting group. Got some good pictures, ma'am.
1: It was good stuff. Uh welcome to the Everyday Sniper. You got Frank from Snipers. Oh, it's Tesson Taylor. How you guys doing? We had a great time. Um, long trip, but we, you know, the gap in between. Um, finished up our three-day. These guys were really, really good shooters. Um, we had crazy wins this morning and in, in, um, conditions. But, yeah, like Mark said, I think that's the first pregnant woman I had in, like, 19 years of teaching. And that's what I called her. The yep.
0: pregnant lady. Where's the pregnant lady? Yep. Come yep. to you, pregnant lady. I told and, her he, a jo- and her husband was okay with that. We, yeah, yeah. we laughed about it.
1: I told her a joke. Yeah. What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? Yeah. You can unscrew a light bulb. Oh. She loved it. She that's laughed good. her ass off yeah. on it. Yeah. She wasn't expecting it. They were it. good people. Yeah, yeah they, they were, were really. Good. Everybody uh, was a good people. Um, yeah, these guys were no drama. Uh, I got to tweak the presentation. You know, our last edit knocked about 30 minutes out of that presentation at a minimum. So I'm going to keep it as it is. But i have to rearrange it a little bit for wtf because we don't really go over wtf enough and i can because we do it individually so i need to just rearrange the order of the gathering dope to do the process of WTF. Got it. Cuz we're a little ahead of the schedule well, there. Well,
0: what we did was we took some things out but we instruct them on the line. Yes. Like hip hip pocket lesson plan. Stuff that, you know, it's easier to demonstrate than to just talk about in, in front of a presentation. Well, and and honestly, not
1: every class, every person is interested in all the same stuff. You know, a good example is up in Alaska software isn't is prevalent because it's too cold, nobody deals with that kind of stuff. But you come down here, and people want to know software. So why put it in the class if everybody's not interested? Do the basics of it, and then like today, I gave them a software lesson in the morning before we it's got perfect. was right. perfect.
0: Everybody's, you know, that somebody brought donuts. Yep, they had two dozen donuts. Daniel from Krispy uh, Krispy Kreme. Uh, so that was nice. Then we sat in the classroom a little while and got through that, which is easily easier instructed in a class. Well,
1: and I mean. this allowed us the ability. So this range, we, we realized on this range that if you're shooting the 800-yard target you, or the 870, whatever it is, eighty, eight ninety, your dope is four-tenths off.
0: You're uphill at seven degrees.
1: Right, seven degrees or so uphill. The ranges aren't exactly perfect. And when you put everything together, the number you have should be via a computer four tenths less or i should say your number has been adjusted by four tenths so this range is very tricky in that way so what we did is and then in their odd yard lines uh, for the most part what we did is you dope everybody out and then i said this morning i'm like all right check it and true it and do your dope but then we had the ability to go to six and eight again to double check to make sure if somebody's numbers were off, go run it out, go shoot your numbers. If something's off on your computer and you can't hit that odd yard line, come back, let's go to 6 and 8 again and kind of redo the process.
0: Well, when you have uphill shot uh, an uphill range like that, that that's a, a steady flow uphill, you're not going to get your data To line or or your uh table right to come out exactly right because you have to plan each shot for the appropriate Mm -hmm.
1: uh, angle yeah totally and we had um 15 mile an hour gusts this morning their dope was off by two tenths almost every yard line yeah remember they their dope kept fluctuating with the gusts and guys were saying well wait a minute it's different than yesterday and it's like yeah because now we got a 15 mile an hour wind and it's cruising up and down and around those hills, so you're getting lift. Because as we're shooting up, the wind is getting under us. And, and it
0: was coming off each one of those burns. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and, and so there's a lot of
0: uh, risk of corrupting your data. It was challenging, but everyone got second, third round hits or first round Yeah, round round they
1: shot really well. And, yeah. and I oh, they have a barricade system here it is the best barricade system i've ever seen it's steel it's squared off it's modular it puts together it's stable 15 mile an hour winds this thing's not moving it's not rocking and they have it leaned on kind of an uneven ground and stuff i have pictures of it it's that kind of stuff to me that groups let's just say what it is people like the series should be creating for these leagues and places to go out here this was such an awesome piece of kit that could be replicated everywhere and instead we're doing this contrived bullshit where this the heights were better the variations were better and and it just gave you so much there were a lot of options a lot of options to flex Every eight, 10 10 inches you had an option yep and and the guys it was a great training tool we played with it quite a bit. And it's like, how hard would that be to replicate this? Put the put the um, plans out online and stuff like that. and put it, I mean, it's just crazy. But no, that was great to do some of the alternate positions. We did get a request from Jeff. They were asking, there's a community of um, experienced shooters, competition shooters around here. And what Jeff had said to me on the side was, a lot of them were looking for skip the 101 and go straight to coaching us at an event so kind of create an event for them almost like we did this afternoon and then just coach them on what they could be doing better and not do the basics the fundamentals and the stuff and I kind of said that's a process thing that's asking us for something specific which we can always create but most of the time when we put the word out we put it out as a basic class so just to let you guys know there you know we we can flex we can do stuff and in, in Sometimes the basics aren't a bad refresher to get guys to not slap the trigger and then not do different <clears> things because, I mean, trigger control
0: is what we're fixing most of the time. Okay. These were untrained students, all of them, except uh, – No, some have been, been through classes. classes. Some have been through classes. Okay, courses. but we still – we can call them experienced shooters, but we still had a lot of flaws. And fundamentals, as, right. You know, we had to, to clean up. In order to move to the barricade. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're moving straight to a barricade, okay, let's plan for a, a, a the, competition. The
1: competition scars are real. Yes. And, and we see it. And, and that's part of the cleanup in the basic side of it, is because we do see real competition scars. And that's usually like what some of these guys were fixing. A lot of it is like going too fast to the trigger. And in the first shot, they're not hesitating. Like, guys are speedy but they're speedy the entire time and they're not using the speed to their advantage where they can kind of set the target better or set the rifle better on the target, hesitate that second, make sure it's right, and then fire. And then usually from that point, they're good. What we're seeing is guys don't have the rifle set. They're firing, which kind of upsets the rifle even worse. Then they're resetting and then having to catch back up. Oh, and, and they'll either get out of sorts and try to chase it or they've lost time because they're refixing because they didn't do it right the first time. They're fixing the position on the second shot instead of fixing the position before the first. Right. So we see a lot of that stuff that needs to be worked on. And I do agree, Mark, that you have to have the other part of it to kind of slow them down and get them <coughs> in a different head space. It's almost impossible to skip the fundamentals.
0: That's yeah, just Yeah, it, it
1: really is um but now i think that went good we, we we had a lot of uh a lot of um little weird things to overcome andrew to overcome like i came up with with andrew because he, he's only got one arm uh he, i i kind of saw he was trying to run the bolt on a barricade so the front support and he pulls the rifle over so it's like okay dude all right yeah no you're good when he's on it he's hitting he's good he's good great great trigger control Man, when you when you're when you're setting your position, because he has to lock his prosthetic into the like yeah. the tripod, he locks it out of the way so it don't swing. But it's like, oh, you're running the bolt, but it's knocking it over. What do you do? Chicken winged it. I told him to chicken wing it, because like I'm small, and in the past when I've taken AR classes and and having to hold it up, especially you take like a two three day AR class and your arms are jelly. Anybody's ever done like you know two day fifteen hundred round ar class you could barely hold your arms up so what i always did was chicken wing the stock under my arm to hold it and what i said to andrew is like dude and i did it on his rifle i showed him i demonstrated it's like he's through the scope then he comes up and chicken wings runs the bolt while he holds it then he can come back off of the chicken wing and drop down right on it, and it's less movement because he doesn't—he's not tipping the rifle over. So it's little like we did a lot of little, um, a lot of little adjustments in this class for mm-hmm. that. I think this was a big coaching class because we did make a lot of small. He jump. shot
0: really well. He, he shoots very I, well. I, I leaned over and whispered to him. We were—we were somewhere in the stage. I don't, I don't know, where, know where we were. Maybe 800 yards. I said, "Dude, you are a one arm sniper." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You are a one arm He's got no legs. He's got one arm, one full arm, and, and one prosthetic, and he is a one arm sniper. He works really well from a tripod. Yeah, yeah, he's a go go gadget man. He's definitely good with yeah. with that stuff.
1: Um, no, but it was a, it was a pretty pretty darn good class. What if there was some bunch of California stuff we were laughing at.
0: What were? uh what, Ray and Ken, Ray, Ray and Ken, Ken Ren and Yeah, they're they're we uh, we never got around to calling them Ren and Stevie, but they were just they were man, they were both good shots. Um, Ray had a Ruger Precision Rifle, Kenhead, uh, Atika, a Tika. Uh, Tech A1, and they shot the absolute lights out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, scopes. We got to talk scopes because we did have a lot of
1: bottom yeah. dollars. Yeah. We, we did our... The 223s. Two, two, because we had two 223s two, in this class. We had two of them. And they did well all the way out to 800. But 223s, two, two,
0: one of the scopes had 110%. It ran to 11 mils in a 10 mil track. Yep, and it ran to six five and a half mils in a five mil track.
1: And his data with a two two three matched the six
0: five Creedmoor. Yeah, because he was getting more for his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the numbers were higher. Yeah, or so lower. We finally got higher. back to reality. Last the two day class last week, we had all one hundred percent. I mean, they were all top tier yep. tier one scopes. Yep. Yep. And this time we sort of got back to reality. We had a couple one hundred twos and ninety eights and whatnot, but nothing, nothing crazy except that one. That one one ten you know? was the, that, and it, worked it was without le- a lesser expensive scope. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had a <laughs> bunch of lesser uh,
1: sub eight hundred dollar scopes. Yeah. There was a lot in this class, and so we we saw the two percent errors. That one had a ten percent. Uh, we told them to send it back; they'll be fine with it. But um, we saw a lot of two percent errors um, with those with those you know eight hundred dollar scopes. But everybody did well. Um, shooting that. We, uh, God, there was, Like I said, I mean, we're, we're kind of getting bipods.
0: bipods. Oh, yeah, we had good bipods. We had, uh, oh man, um, we had one of the magpoles, mm-hmm. but he was shooting it on a 223 and he was bracing it against a steel brace. So, so it, it really square. worked through the whole course. Yeah, it stayed square. It stayed square. It worked really well through the whole course, mm-hmm. which was the blessing was that it was on a 223 because if he was going to receive any kind of recall, yep. it was going to start to can on him. Oh no, yeah he, he was he bombs. had a board underneath it and he was pressing it into the
1: steel lip of the range and that kept it square so it never wanted to pan on him. A lot of skypods. Yep, a lot of skypods because copyRS really well. guys, yeah, yeah, Skypods are good. they I don't the only thing I don't like about a Skypod I've bent mine. I gotta send mine back. Um is the way the feet are when they spread wide like we can get a good wide stance with a sky pod. but I need to put change the feet on them
0: the feet to, angle so yes yeah, so they
1: fingers. articulate yeah. down yeah. into it because otherwise they kind of stick up because I'd want to take advantage of the spikes and the different things but when they're wide you really can't do that um you know uh, so you need the art, you know the, the clawed feet with the ball head on them is right. the only way you could do it and but we almost had no Harris pipelines. no Harris and almost nobody runs the claw feet with a ball right. head we had AcuTax they worked out well the newer AcuTax changed the bridge Part of my, I like, I always like Accutac's legs, but I was iffy with their midsection and their mounting. And these versions were new, um, and and they they kind of had pod locks and that, and they were different than the ones I had seen before. And so I didn't I didn't have any drama with the Accutacs. I thought they worked out well because they're a heavy bipod, and these were a wider stance version. Still seeing some bag problems. Everybody a lot of bags. A one, one Everybody bag wants. Solution. Oh.
0: There's no one bag solution, man. No, the bags, the front rest
1: versus a rear bag is, is real. Um, you know, the only thing I can say is like the Schmedium and the pint size game changers are your best options. And then another thing that I noticed with those is don't be afraid to stand them up and let them fold on themselves and to rest. Because you can, especially the pint size as a rear bag, you could do a lot with it. And it stays out of the way. But like um, Autumn, when she came back to the bench after the, the uh, barricade stuff, she had a fortune cookie under her. And she couldn't get her hand anywhere near the stock with no. the fortune cookie. So then we switched her back to a sand sock that she had. And, of course, she can then grab the back of the rifle. Um, if you're not touching the back of the stock, it's not going to work for you the way you think. You're going to end up losing it. Can you get away with one shot two shot three shot absolutely um good example would be daniel i'm watching him he's got an atlas cal or not a, a Cal he had a, a h um an uh an atlas h5 or h2 what's, what's the atlas h something you know what i mean the big atlas he had the old one spikes on it in the ground and he's shooting a 308 ai and i'm watching him and watching him because he's looking really good but he, recoil management's kind of playing with him a little bit, and especially with the high angle. So I'm watching him. He lost it on the fourth shot, and he still looked really good, but I saw the rifle relax and lean back on the He fourth. relaxed
0: his grip on his back. Yep, what he did.
1: And, and he does. And on that fourth shot is when it broke. So you can get guys out there that shoot one, two, three and never have an issue, but is it four and five? That they're putting together and I I would uh, put forwarders um, say no they don't because the big bags they break down they fall apart you know they start to move the the beads and things out of the way and you're not supporting the back of the rifle so it's like you know
0: Alex had a 300 win mag and he brought a big he brought what's it was almost an um, what are the LAs? Oh,
1: product? he had the puff pillow, he had a um, he had a tab, the straight eight, the big yeah. puff pillow, almost it was bigger than yeah, SDR eight, yeah, yeah, it's it's the big version, no control whatsoever. So None. I threw him my green
0: fatty, and he loved it, absolutely yep. loved it. So
1: honestly, we we have been because we say so much about a rear back, and we're not afraid to trial and error because what we find is. They do vary quite a bit. It matters. in in size. And it matters. And so you can say, well, what about this short tab gear? And put it up there. And the fill has, you know, we're going to say it has a, a, you know, an 8 out of 10 fill. And it's not right. And so then you grab another one and you put it under there. And it's like it's supposed to be the same kind of bag. And it's got a 9 out of 10 fill. And it's not right. Then you grab another one. And it's got 7 out of 10 fill, and it's perfect. Yeah, You know, don't be afraid to kind of trial and error that a little bit. And I know it sucks because you're buying bags and taking them apart and filling them and redoing it. But, man, get a razor blade, get something, and
0: cut them up and, and work on them, man, because we've noticed the difference. Yeah, there's a stitch line there that they turn them inside out. They, they actually, they're made from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And then they turn them inside out through the small stitch line. You can always open that, add some paraffin beads, Or take them out
1: or play with it and play with the weight. I mean, that's kind of one of those off-season fun things to try is just work with sizes and weights and bags. And I'm going to work with the Precision um, Underground and we're going to spec out a a Sniper's Hide thing and I'm going to look at that to try to solve some of it for you. But, yeah, that's where we're at, man. We're really, really looking at this stuff, Um, not just one and done. You know what I mean? We're not saying, oh, didn't work. We tried it. It's over. We're saying- We're uh-huh. looking at
0: each item from the challenge it creates.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or the challenge it fixes. Right. Yep. And, and and I really think that matters, man. I, I do think that that's, that's having an effect on people. I mean, it's it's your car. It's setup. It's
0: this. It's that. It's all these different things, but who knows? But they're listening. They're watching because they're coming more prepared Way every prepared. single class. Way prepared. Every single class is more prepared than the last. hmm
1: and, 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 they, and they really, really are doing a good job of, um, I mean, picking this stuff up even on their own. You know, there's minor stuff we're working on, and, and that's probably where the money is made. But the big high-level stuff that we might spend a half a day is now down to like, you know, an hour. Yeah. And, 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 and they're up and running. Um, hell, the groups, the groups are fantastic. And even pulling scopes off, a lot of them are returning to zero really well third of the class returned right to right the, the nine ear, ring. Right in the, ear. yeah, within, within, if not needing any adjustment or only needing a 10th in one direction only. A good, solid third of the class, their equipment is returning to dead perfect. After taking the scope off, putting it on the fixture, tall target testing it, putting it back on and shooting it.
0: And like I said, we had, a, we had a minimum of four guys center punch had a lot of scope can't this time we, we, yeah, did. we i fixed i didn't even you were over there fixing people and their equipment so i didn't call, call you out to call it out no to i you. know because they had we to fixed it. about six of them yeah dude. people
1: tied me tight dude rings bind rings pull you have to check it or wedge it or do something underneath um scope can't's real in there and you know we see people scoping and all that and a bubble level ain't helping you if your shit's bit and canted you think it's good because you look at your level and it's not. And your levels get bumped, too. We had a level off. Yeah. Um, the levels are getting bumped as well. Uh, you know what I mean? This is not what you – and I don't give it, it – don't buy six fucking levels and stick them on and think you're doing yourself any favor. That's not what's doing it because when you tighten it and torque it, the rings can still bite it a little bit and pull it over. And you're not looking at
0: that. You're just looking at the external shit. Yeah, your eye knows level and plumb.
1: yeah man your it really does yeah. it really 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 does let's
0: talk a little bit about Palo range uh tj was an excellent host uh your buddy tim also helped mm-hmm. him last Tim, week. my mod but tj was here most of the time he's their range master i think um he's a full-time employee but he's doing a lot of work out there man. yeah they were construction big yeah, time they're doing a lot of work a lot of construction it's going to make it easier for the student I think they're going to start storing rifles overnight if you're a student there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not committing them to anything, but I think it's going to be really easy to hold a course here, uh, bring fine equipment, have it locked in an armory overnight, and uh, taken well care of. And then that will allow us more places to stay, like casinos. The whole,
1: or yeah, the yeah. casino's like right there, nine minutes away. Not even. And, not and, even. and, and yeah. we're staying a half hour away because you can't bring a rifle in the casino. But if you can lock the thing up or do something, then you can kind of get away with it. Yeah but um you know but stuff gonna like that they're going
0: to be taking out some steel making things they heard our they heard our we didn't have any well we didn't have any complaints but we had some suggestions and they heard our suggestions and i think they're going to be listening so uh, we'll, we'll, chances are we're going to come back next year yeah, man. The, I just it, need somebody it, to head it up. I was going to say, demand is there. We, we show up and, and all that.
1: And George and Serge were here, and we appreciate them popping in and yep. keeping an eye on us. And George putting out, like, the barricade and stuff like that. George and Serge are awesome. Great resources, great shooters, um, you know, for people out here. it's Take advantage of guys like that who, who are hungry, who are doing this, in, in
0: you know, are there a resource and they're really not wanting anything back. No, they really don't. You no, know? I mean George, they don't even want to hear thank you. No, he's just you know, he, he comes like, in. If rah, 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 if you come to thank you, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. I'm doing it for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, bro, I'm just here doing yeah. this. What the heck? Are you want some pizza? I already threw my pizza away. Yeah, he's fun. <laughs> he kind of is. Jersey um, Mike was good to me this week. I love Jersey Mike subs. Jersey
1: Mike were good subs. Um, I'm trying to think. There was God. We we were gonna talk about something. And I can't remember what it is now. Well, I'll be flying home tomorrow, and I'll remember it. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, was there anything else? What, uh, anyway, I don't remember what we're talking about. We're just spacing here. We're we're done. Uh, we're gonna go out to dinner. We're gonna do that. Uh, really appreciate everybody with the students. Uh, ammo. What's the start reloading, man? If you got us, I know components are weak and all this other shit. I don't know what you guys are going to do about ammo.
0: Yep. Ammo um, was not a problem this class, but no. I can see where it's going to become a problem later in the summer if you don't get on top of it now. Get on top if of it. If you're coming through a course of anybody's, you need to save yourself a couple hundred rounds just for that course. I mean, we we were m- mega efficient this class. We're not wasting ammo
1: for the sake of round count anymore. Like normally, like I mentioned this, I want th- minimum of three hits. You know, we're going to shoot five shots at a minimum per plate. Well, now we're like three, man, because we're not wasting people's ammo. Yeah. Um, we, want we took quality. a round
0: count today about midday on the third about day. About 150. I think, I think um, Ray was at 130. So we probably went to 150. 150. Or and 160 in three days, and that's not bad. No,
1: and we gave him opportunity to shoot, and guys just didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, we, we opened the range up quite a bit for people because there was just such a giant target package here so many pieces of steel. So, um, you know, we let him shoot it, but guys were, you know, hey man, I'm good, and they're not wasting the ammo because there's comps coming up next week. There's this happening, that happening, but um, go to Sniper's Hide, Sniper's Hide training section. There's filters there, but at the top, stuck you'll see the Sniper's Hide Mark and Frank training stuff. There'll be you'll see Mark and Frank, Mark and Frank those classes are going alaska we got the back to back so we got the stuff going on there we are traveling the country some are full some have waiting lists if you guys have demand we will show up that's how it works man you you, we need we need a point person because we can't get there and coordinate and we don't know the rules and little things of your personal range so it's better to have somebody who can coordinate with the range people to say hey i want to do this class what do you charge? What do you do this? What do you do that? So somebody's got to be local. But once that's done, if you have people local at your range that might be interested, you get that group together. The idea is you create a community around your local area. So you're not traveling. You're not having to chase us. And, and we can come to you. We don't mind coming to you. It's easier that way. And, and if we can do that, um, you know, that's, that's what we're looking for. Right
0: now i got seats in North Dakota. I got seats in Alaska, I got seats in Minnesota, and I got a couple in Ohio. Okay. And a couple at Treadproof. Okay. But but everything else this is, is Pennsylvania. Overfull. There's a lot of people out there that yep. want to take our course. Because um, that kind of serves that East Coast, and that's that yeah. travel we're
1: talking about. If they, what's the easiest way for Northeast people to not travel in, but to get there is go to Pennsylvania, you know, and not get on airplanes in fucking Manhattan that you don't want to get on, um, you know, that kind of stuff. So. You know, if you're if you're kind of slicked up outside the city there living in Staten Island or something and you got yourself a precision rifle, you ain't gonna go to um one of those airports. You're gonna drive. And Pennsylvania's your closest fucking option. Yep. But um yeah. Anyway, so look up on the on the hide, go on there. Uh appreciate you guys listening to this. We're gonna end this one early. I'm gonna be on the airplane tomorrow morning soon. But thanks everybody in California for being excellent hosts. Uh thanks, um, To the Paula range, thanks to George and Serge, thanks to TJ, TJ. everybody, uh, you know RLE people who were here. Thank you guys, and then um, just you know the students in general for being just great, great people. Man, we had we had a fun time with everybody. We had no, not a single, not a single down
0: word to say. No, 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 nothing. No, we'll be together again in uh, Price, Utah, March, May, May, in May. Is it May? Yeah, I thought it was March. Yep. Thought we'd something in April. Anyway, talk to you
1: guys later. Thanks a lot. All Cheers. Right,
0: bye.